Oh, okay, Brad. I don't know. Okay, I'm set. Yeah, you good? I'm home. What's up? What's up? Another, just uh, you know, another another day, another Sunday. Uh, uh, the the warm weather's evidently gone. We're oh we're gosh. freezing today, so what's up with that? We had actual. Fr- I didn't That's realize there there was ice on my windows this morning. It froze. Yeah, it, it, I didn't realize it. The last time I remember it freezing in in Wichita, Kansas, um, Halloween or before was like literally early 1990s. I was framing houses and remember one ha- yeah. Halloween or close to Halloween it snowed. Yes. But uh, you know, generally generally our cold extreme cold especially has been hitting us around We've, you know after even the new year it's usually been like late January January early yeah. February and well we've had a lot of <clears throat> a memory you apparently have forgotten do you remember doing the oil changes for the church i do and it was snowed yeah well was that this was that this time uh, it was i think it was before halloween I might be wrong. You know, it slushy might parking lot. I was thinking usually was, go well because they just did them at the church last weekend, so that's why it made me think. Yeah, maybe. So maybe not. They might have done it a different month or something. They might have done it. They might have got wise and hey, what do you say we move it to warmer a warmer <laughs> month? Especially I what after month the, it was actually the slush. The slush it was and a mess. stuff. That experience, I'm sure, wasn't was fun to work everywhere. on cars in. So I bet they just yeah. decided to move it to uh, a yeah. warmer month. Yeah, they could have. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, here we are down down in the basement again. We're in a different corner this time. Just uh, You got a lot of corners down here. Yeah. Yeah. We got a big duke over your head, John Wayne. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you got a big safe over here. Yeah. With all my worthless items. Yeah. And, but there's another one of those vehicle cars that we always have behind us when we're sitting at the bar. But that's a that's a fire truck there. Yeah, I don't know why those I, those keep popping up in my world. So <clears throat> I keep buying them, but but they've always been reasonable. I've never right. splurged on one. I don't collect them. I just some reason they keep popping up for really good. Some price. reason you started collecting them. <laughs> so I just bought them all. Yeah, because <laughs> you've got a car over here nobody can see. Oh yeah, the car behind us that we set when we set at the bar. Yeah, and then this one over here, a couple on the floor. Yeah, but you don't collect them. I'm glad. Well, I've, have you ever seen another one like it? I mean, think about it. Just I, here. So, well, well, that's my point. Is I, right. I have not either, but <laughs> except I've seen them like four or five places. They keep showing up in my world. Yeah. And anybody else that's ever come in here, I tell them about. And no one's ever seen one that I know of out out in the wild besides me. Yeah, and you grab them when you see them. That's what I'm saying. But I'm glad you're not collecting them because right. they would be everywhere. <laughs> when I see him, I buy him. Anyways, this um, this That's furniture funny. was my mom's and and her late husband yeah. Dick Lemay, and this came from Dick's house down in Tulsa. Um, yeah, I'm, I think he probably had it Comfy. for a while. So, um, yeah, old, old. heavy duty leather, kind of cool furniture. Um, Trying not to slide out of it. Yeah, it'll kick. Remember the dog used to yeah. land and kick all the cushions Non-stop. off on mom's Man. living room. You had to kick the dogs off so you could have a place to take a nap. These are the best napping freaking couches there are. Unless you have some bare skin exposed. Yeah. Well, then then it's still stink. fine. You just got to peel yourself off of it. Yeah. <laughs> you roll around, but it isn't too bad. Um, 
conversations. I don't, you know, we really didn't talk about what we want to talk about. And I guess if you're going to have a conversation, you don't always have to talk about it, but we can just start talking. Well, well, you know, anytime, anytime we're around each other, any other time other than in front of, you know, we, we don't have a plan. No, we're not supposed to have a plan. Right. Uh, it, It actually, to me, makes it a little bit more interesting because we get to just kind of you know, shoot from the hip, so to speak. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that that's never been an issue in, in terms of just conversation. Shooting from the hip. Yeah. yeah. So. But um, I was I was telling uh, telling your story earlier when uh, when you first got over here as we were setting up about, you know, the Great Flood. And was oh, talking yeah. about was talking about the, the entire earth. You know, during the forty days and <laughs> and forty nights of rain was yes. completely covered in water. Yep. So I was talking to my brother, and I was having these deep thoughts about, okay, well, if it's completely covered in water, you know, and and uh, you know, water's in different forms, right? It's in it, it goes up in evaporation and it formulates in the sky as clouds and comes back down as yeah. rain and. And then so, but I'm thinking, okay, so there must not have been any clouds if the earth was completely covered in water because all the, all the water that was available would have been on the surface, right? Must have been really clear, clear days during the great flood after After, the rain. After it quit raining, right? (laughs) Because all the water was on the earth. But but I was asking my brother, like no one ever, no one ever asked like, (laughs) where did the water go? You know, does the water leave the atmosphere if it evaporated? You know, does that much mm-hmm. water? You know, can you, can the can the atmosphere hold that much water, or did it go into the earth underground? Yeah. As you know, aquifers, underground mm-hmm. lakes, things like mm-hmm. that, which are obviously springs. Yep. You know, there's a lot of water under the ground. I know here where we live, it's yeah. uh, really really near to the Ar- Arkansas River, and yeah. What is it about thirteen to fifteen feet the water table down from the surface? Yeah, no, it's water's everywhere. It absorbed in the earth, like mm. you said, I'm sure. And it, clouds formed, it held it, and uh, whatever happened, you know, after that, God took care of it. That's basically that's the answer I like. That's the easy one. God took care of it, yeah. Brad. Well, that's that. Honestly, that is the <laughs> that's what that's happened. The, that is the answer, the answer that you really kind of need to adhere to because well, it scientifically well, can be proven what happened. I'm sure, and that's that's the nice thing about the Bible. A lot of this stuff is now being backed by science. Mm-hmm. People are finally letting go. Well, we yeah, okay, we can prove that. Yeah, that did mm-hmm. happen that way. Well, I heard a, I heard a theologian actually speak on it one time, and he was he was talking of the you know, the great flood and how, how, you know, carbon dating is, is the way in which scientists determine how old bones are. Yeah. And this particular theologian was speaking about it and he was, he was saying, well, if, if you have an incredible amount of pressure, say you have, you know, animals or dinosaurs Mm -hmm. that are completely overrun with flood or mudslides yep. or whatever and they're just buried under this mud yeah. and, and sediment and then there's a great amount of pressure water Quickly, on top yeah. of them <laughs> you know and it, that that would make potentially them you know fossilize or or maybe date quicker yep. or, and it would also explain why when people find a, like a skeleton of a of a dinosaur mm-hmm. it's it it generally is kind of intact yeah you know, if it, if it was, if it was an animal that died and and was eaten, 
Yeah. You would think its body would be strewn about, bones mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, there's a lot of uh, information about, you know, uh, scriptural perspective of, yeah. of dinosaurs and how, um, you know, the Bible can kind of can, can account for the things that, you know, are, are have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, contrary to, uh, quite honestly, what I was taught in school, yeah, I was taught more about Darwin, the, the theory of evolution yeah, uh, in school. Always, yeah. And, um, you know, I, as a Christian, I don't believe that now. I do believe that there's some evolutionary characteristics in, in everything because you have to adapt, more adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Than, that's different than transforming yeah, your Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a genetic transformation. But, you know, through crossbreeding and things like that, you can... Yeah. Have different well, species, you can change, but, yeah. If you, but it's not necessarily evolution, right? I mean, in, in your particular case, I mean, being you know a man of fairly tall stature at your six four ish plus height, and then you marry a five foot something yeah. lady, and yeah. you're throwing some extra height into the into her part of that family, the the Solis family. Your girls are fairly tall, and oh. they're, they're taller than some of the other. Uh, cousins that they have, so I mean that's that's changing. That's that's evolution. That that type of thing is what kind of what you're talking yeah, about. But that's and that just, happens a lot. Sure, that's just uh, two Indian different Marian. two yeah. different you know types of people. Two different types that, of people, different cultures from different areas, yeah. and they and then that's how things change, right? Sure, I sounds so. good. Yeah, and and you know so anyways with 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 that whole thing, you know how how uh, how it all came to be. You know, with with the the, the ark and and yeah. Noah and animals two by two and and you know so so many things about that make you know if you look at it at face value you're like yeah. you know this is crazy it's crazy but then you know again you mentioned it a second ago it's like yeah. it's God you know and, God. and you can't uh, you can't well, put limitations on that yeah I mean that's it's yeah, it's crazy to think about it's a lot to wrap your mind your mind around, you know, and going along, you know, you talked about dinosaurs, but one thing that's, you know, somebody also had kind of for dis to dispute the Bible. They talk about the Bible, uh, has the word or the animal unicorn in it. Like, I think it's somewhere like 14 different times. They talk the about unicorn? unicorns, talking about unicorns and people are like, <laughs> See right there, that tells you that the Bible is <laughs> fictitious because unicorns don't exist and never have existed. But if I saw this this reel the other day, uh, they were talking about unicorns. And if you go back into the Bible, when they talk about unicorns, and then if you all also go back into the early 1800s in the Webster Dictionary, a unicorn back in the biblical days, they are referring to what we now call rhinoceroses ah. because there are different types of rhinos. Interesting. And the word unicorn is basically just meaning singular horn. Right. And they have by, and also in the Bible is, uh, as besides a unicorn is a bicorn because right. there's a two horned rhinoceros as well. And they still exist today. And at some point the word unicorn Moved Did you over. say bicorn? Bicorn. Now it's bihorn. Bihorn. Bicorn. Unicorn. Bicorn. All right, but now it, it now it would be antlers, or but but it would right, be but in a the rhinoceros, horn, a horn, not a corn. Right, but that's what they call them: unicorns and bicorns mm-hmm. in the bi, and they're they're in there. 
It's in there, but well, what they're talking about is rhinoceros. I've never seen. I've, so that's I've, interesting. I've never actually seen the unicorn in the in the Bible, but uh-huh. I, I've heard about the behemoth and the Leviathan, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the behemoth. It, it talks about one or the other of them having a a tail like a tree trunk. You know, uh-huh. just it was a, just a huge. huge animal, right? And so, but I'd never heard of unicorn. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're not talking about the fairy type not talking horse, about the horse with wings in it and a, That's and a, a fictitious rainbow horn. Mis- mis- yeah, this is yeah. a fictitious animal. But a unicorn existed in the Bible, but they are referring, the unicorn basically the referring rhinoceros. to the rhinoceros. That's interesting. What I thought, which was cool, because that's what happens over time, the translation of different things and from Hebrew to Greek and all those different things happens. And uh, it's there. The guy, whoever it was, explained it very well. And I was like, wow, okay, huh. there you go, people. There's your unicorns. And they did exist, but not as a horse. Right. Um, well, it's really cool. I mean, you were just talking about a, a guy, who, and I was talking about yeah. that guy. And and just as you as you get into this, like... Uh-huh. This walk, this Christian yeah. Christian walk, you kind of start to, to to kind of seek out people who have interpretations of yeah. of scripture and and trying to understand and theory that goes along with it, trying yeah. to under trying to understand it. Yeah, yeah so um, it's kind of just interesting. Um, um, just as as we sit here and talk about it, you're you're always there's always a sense of wonder, mm-hmm. and I just think that's really cool because if you think about the word wonder. You know, kids, children mm-hmm. have more than anyone. You know, because just everything is so new to them, and and so they have this all sense of wonder. But I think as you get older, you know, that whole sense of wonder kind of fades away a little bit because yeah, you know, beat you just, out of you. yeah, you work nine to five, and you walk <laughs> the same route to and from work every day, and you sit in the same chair, and everything yeah. becomes so mundane and routine. But I think it, it, that's the neatest thing about the Bible mm-hmm. is that. You know, you really, you really don't ever lose that. There's always, there's always a, a sense of like, oh, I want to know this or that or what have you, and 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 I don't think that will uh, you you don't I don't think any of it's attainable. I don't think you can know it know it all or know enough, and so that sense of wonder yeah. or curiosity or however you want to say it, it's, it just it just never leaves. Yeah, well, that's what helps if you can con- if you can continue that, and I think that's. The Bible helps you keep it. If, if you're constantly reading the Bible, and I'm not saying I am, as I've said multiple times, that's one thing I'm still not not great at. But as you read the Bible, and if you truly want to learn about it, it's a constant thing where you're you're studying and you're reading it over and over again. You go back, you're trying to find cross references, and it's just, it it's something you, you're constantly trying to grasp at, and which stimulates your brain that helps you keep that wonder and, mm-hmm. and uh, where a lot of things today, you're just, you, you take it at, you know, at face value and you move on and go, Oh, that's cool. And you, and you go on. It's kind of like, like a musical instrument. Mm. It's something that you're never going to be perfect at. No. If you, if you're striving to be better, you know, that's the same thing as the Bible and a musical instrument and the Bible, as you, if you train yourself every day, you're going to learn a little bit more and you're going to get better at things. And, and if you're truly trying to be, and, yeah. and they, they have a real good connection. Uh, I think they, they do something from my understanding that does something to your brain as well to where you're stimulating, you're stimulating parts of your brain that actually 
creates more growth. Yeah. The same way reading the Bible does the same thing as, as, as learning as, a, a language right. does and learning an, an instrument. It doesn't have to be the guitar. I just picked guitar because that's right. about the only thing I can play anymore. And I'm not that good of it. But it's just something if you do it every day, it stimulates your brain and you become more curious and it, it, it does and that wonder keeps moving. You're like, right. gosh dang, I well you know, I'm but it's gotta be it. it's gotta be it's gotta be something that has no attainable yeah. end. You're you always know? searching. Yeah, there's no there's no end game. There's no okay, I I I've a, you know, yeah. I guess I can't in, get any better. Maybe this in right, I can't get any better. And except with Christianity, maybe in death. You know, as you enter the kingdom of heaven, they know yeah. then there's no more there's no more sin or evil. Yeah. Then you know, I guess to a degree, you've well, you'll be able to see the ultimate goal at that time yeah. when we're there. We'll be in the presence <sighs> of it. Right. I don't know that we will be. You know, I don't know how that makes us. Uh, I mean, I think we're better than what we are now, but I mean, we're just. You know, worshiping that, right? I, I, you know, I don't know the level of any of it. No one does, and yeah. I think that's the glorious thing about it. Is like, you know, there's this level of faith, which which yeah. we talked about today. Yeah, um, that that you have to have um, because I mean, because you just don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't know. You hope that it's. You hope yeah. that it's the. That it's what you expect, and according to Scripture, I mean, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has conceived what the Lord has prepared for those who love Him. You know, so what what heaven is, you know, who knows? No, but it it obviously is going to be yeah. incredible compared to what we can even think of, fathom, yeah. make up in our minds. So, you know, and they just take that and. Just that should be enough, shouldn't it? It's going to be better than this, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people. Well, it wouldn't take much, right, to be better than this and the nah, way things getting, are going. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just a you know a, a crappy thing you know we throw out there. But yeah, to be able to think of you know if I had you know we just had a lottery here what a month or two ago that somebody won. $1.7 billion. Somebody got a ticket for that. California? Yeah, I think somebody in California got it. Why does all the big ones go to, like, California? They go everywhere but here. But, hey, whatever. I tell you, I won so, $10,000 on a lottery ticket one time. I don't remember you winning $10,000. I won 10000 one week, and I won 1000 the next week. Yeah. And I, 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 remember that. I haven't won anything since. Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't buy them much anymore. My motto was like, "Hey, the, I, I'm ahead. And there's no way I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do better than what I've just done. I might as well just be content yeah. with my. Well, yeah. Well, I'm with you. I mean, I couldn't. I was just, I, you know, if somebody if I won 1.7 billion, obviously they're not going to hand you 1.7 billion. No. You might get half of that if you're lucky once everything's done. Um. And I don't know if that's even that, but still. And I then mean, every I bad, imagine. every bad friend and bad relative you've had in your world Just is going to show up at your doorstep. People you know and don't know, right? I mean, I, you, you could buy everything you wanted with that kind of money, but I, yeah, I mean, and I can imagine what I would get if I was just stupid with it and what I would do. But my point was, if you pictured your life on earth with that kind of money to do anything and everything you wanted to possibly do, you would never come close 
to the possibility of the greatness that you're going to experience. Right. And there's so many accounts in the Bible that that, that depict that. Like, yeah. you know, the, the I'm, I'm building a, you know, there's a mansion for you in heaven, right. you know, there, you're, there are streets of gold. There's like, a, you know, the, the, the verse I just mentioned where no eye is yeah. you know, seen, no ear is heard and no mind is conceived with the Lord is prepared for those who love him. And, you know, but it also says no one really knows. So, mm-hmm. But to says also to like to live as Jesus and to die as gain, yeah. Which again depicts a better, a better, mm-hmm. a better life. So, um, you know, and, and the Bible also talks about we're not living or or working to 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 gain something here on this earth. It's not about this existence on this earth. It's about the, the existence to come, about yeah. the the everlasting <laughs> eternal life. What that follows? I wonder if if a lot of people think about because I just really thought about it just now. The life in heaven, besides you know, like I just said, I described all this monetary stuff here. If I had all this money yeah. and what my life would be, and then you go to heaven and you're living, however we're living, kind of like what you just described. But the difference is we're going to be living there without. The struggles of what goes on here, the bad, the 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 hell on earth that we're living pain, through now, the pain, pain the suffering, the emotional ups and downs of, yeah. of life here, and being concerned with all the stuff that you're concerned about. I mean, if you just stop and think about, oh, look, I got to go do this no tomorrow. Death, I gotta, no death, no sickness. Yeah, so, and so you know, if if you take all of that out of your yeah. life as well, wow. How much better can how it much get, better yeah. would your life be if you didn't have any of those concerns anymore? And then and then the you know, the, the only question I ever have, which is you know no one knows again, but yeah, like, what how are you going to spend your day in yeah. heaven? Is it going to be one hundred percent of the time worshiping God, or we, I mean, you're going to be able to go play baseball? Are you going to well, be able to play the guitar? I th- I think we have we have a job to do. We have a physical job to do. It's not. I think it's a physical job because. We're going to be called up. When Dave talked about it, I th- mm-hmm. think Dave talked about it today, didn't he? Well, I know I, I also listened to some other stuff today too, so I'm, I'm blending his You're message and some other stuff. But what I heard today, and it might not have been from Dave, is in the rapture. Yeah. So I know this wasn't from Dave. We're going to be called up. Yeah. Right? And you've heard this. Sure. And we're going to meet God in the clouds. In the clouds. Because he's bringing heaven to earth. And I know we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but what I was thinking about is we're just going to be called up and we're gone. People are going to be, we're going to be sitting like this Uh and all of a sudden, boom, we're gone physically. Yeah. It didn't say our bodies are limp bodies laying here from all the understanding. It's like, boom, Well, it talks about how where there were three in a field and working in a field, then there was two, you know? Okay. So why, why does he need our bodies? Because just like the resurrection of Christ, Mm. He still had his body when he came back. It was just renewed, yeah. but he still had, you know, his obvious here, poke here, you know, doubting Thomas. Here's my little spots here right, and here. Right. So we we have something to do, but what is that? I have no idea, obviously. So, I mean, I think there's still, as in Adam and Eve, they were, they had things to do. Mm-hmm. They were the actual garden, the garden was supposed garden, to be taking yeah. care of the garden. So I think we're going to be in some way or another, tending something. Maybe some of us are sweeping the leaves off the roads 
I know, well, or, or harvesting or the food, or, or maybe you know. singing songs, like you said, playing guitar and oh, using no. some of your gifts or what they are, right? And and will All our gifts it. be the same? You know, there's just so many crazy questions that you can ask. But the bottom line is, I hope that, I you sing know, better, play guitar better for sure. Well, okay, so I just had another crazy, yeah. <laughs> you definitely that'd sing. be awesome. Um, but I was thinking, like, okay, but then what is the alternative? You know, yeah, and and that's Stand here. And no one really knows to the, to that degree that that other than like fire and gnashing of teeth and you know evil and uh, you and know what hell. I think it might be a little bit like the Gaza Strip and Israel right, right now, now maybe yeah just survival and something and like that terrible like just decimation just yeah. just um, no order. Mm-hmm. No purpose. I saw a quote pop up the other day from MASH. Remember that? MASH. Yeah, the, the 4077 or something yeah, like MASH that. Yeah, MASH 4077. And um, Hawkeye yeah. was talking to uh, the pastor. I can't remember um, oh. his name. But somebody asked Hawkeye, what's, or maybe it was Hawkeye that asked the question, what's worse, hell or hell of war? What's worse? And, uh, of course the pastor immediately the reverend or whatever was like, well, probably hell. Yeah. And Hawkeye's point of view, I thought was a pretty good point of view. He was like, war's much worse. People that they're going to be in hell deserve to be there. A lot of people that are in war did not deserve to be there. So a lot of good people taking the punishment of the war. Right. That's interesting. And, uh, since we were kind of brought that up and maybe it just clicked in my head and was like, that makes a lot of sense. So what they're going through over there right now has got to be basically like hell on earth. Mm. And I mean, we obviously we've, they've gone through a lot of it in world war two and all these crazy wars. Well, I don't think you ever become desensitized to death and war. Maybe you do. Cause I know you get desensitized. Kind of numb. Yeah. But um, it would just be sad. We, we haven't experienced it here. Thank uh, God. Thank God. I mean, we, on this country, we have in, in many ways, and lots of wars have been, go, you know, on earth here as well, but nothing, well, nothing it's, recent. It's, it's, it's definitely <laughs> a possibility, yeah. and, and you see the way things are right now, and there's a lot of uh, uncertainty, and, and who knows what ends up becoming of it, and, um, you know, what's scary, though, in the midst of it all is just that... Uh, there's something that that's that seems that's been like pushing our country down, you know. And I don't know if it's intentional. I think it is, but mm-hmm. or who's behind it? But it's just like where we you know where do you go from here? How, how do you how do you make it better if if uh, you know your leadership is is failing you or or um, if things don't make sense to you? And and you know, and I said, and I was like pounding myself you know quandary the other day thinking about it and i was like well i think the answer is just church mm-hmm. you know yep. it's, it's the church you have to you have to have a moral compass and without that i mean who knows who knows what's possible well and the the sad thing what's going on over there is we don't all have the same belief belief um you know dave brought up today that in the gaza there was what a thousand christians that live yeah. In the Gaza Strip. Yeah. Why? And I mean, I, I think in the midst of all of it. 
I would I would say they're missionaries, wouldn't you? I would think so. I mean, they're surrounded. I mean, the Gaza Strip yeah. is basically the Palestinians. Right. Right. And then Israel mainly, obviously, Jewish faith. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's... I'm sure there's Palestinians in Israel. There's some Palestinians there probably that are... Uh, are okay, but there's probably several Christians that also mm -hmm. live in, in the Israel area, but that's pro primarily Jewish faith over there in Israel. Yeah, in and then he area. said he said that uh, Israel getting ready to go in, a, you know, a ground war into the Gaza Strip, that yeah. a Christian group decided or opted not to leave, and they're yeah. just hunk hunkering down in their church, and, um, you know, so... Yeah, I obviously pray for those well, people. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, you know, when they have different faith, that's what the scary thing is. Um, they don't care what happens. They think, in, in a lot of ways, people of other faith think this is how they get to heaven is because they kill right. those that uh, are against them or do not believe the same way, where Christianity is probably one of the only, one of the only faiths that believes complete opposite of that. Um, it's not to, to murder mm. or to, you know, kill in any way those that don't believe what they believe. So no, not, not at face value, not according to scripture, but I, right. I do think there's times where Christians have been called to, you know, to like, I think when, when the, when the Jews went into Israel, I mean, there were, there I don't think they just walked into the land of milk and honey without conflict. I, th I think there no. was huge conflict. I, I agree and, with that. And they're, they're, they were promised that land by God. So, yeah. you know, there's the that's the initiator mm -hmm. of this whole conflict over there. Is yeah. It's, it's a, a holy war because the Jews yeah. went into there the land because yeah. they were promised that land by God and, and the Palestinians. But I saw a deal today where that land has been has belonged to a lot of people yeah uh, well, over the years you know sure. so i mean could you imagine uh the native americans indigenous people all of a sudden mm -hmm. just like the heck with you european white folks and whoever else is living here now we're going to rise up and just start killing you right i mean they've got every bit as right the same as palestinians and, and the israelites and jews do right. the same way they were here way before the europeans yeah, i don't um, get I don't get why why it is that that countries can't be content. You know, if they're if they're if they're, if they're thriving, if they're yeah. doing okay, and and they they have enough resources to provide yeah. for their population, and enough friendships and allies where they can get mm -hmm. what they need, and and hopefully enough resources where they can trade or barter or whatever yeah. to get you know what they need. That and and. And why isn't that enough? Why is it mm -hmm. that that people get enticed by, you know, breaking the borders? Mm -hmm. We talked about barriers yeah. and boundaries, and yeah. and then you know, all of a sudden, this I'm just I don't like my boundary. I'm I'm just going to move my boundary and take some of your space. Grass is always greener. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time, and the same with the you know the indigenous American Indians. What ha you know whatever is proper to say, indigenous people. All the tribes that were here on the on the states and North Americas, they had their boundary wars as well. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just a an issue. Some of it was you know for different reasons. You know, hunting slid into you know they're chasing buffalo into somebody else's boundaries, and so wars have been going on for years and years and years. But it's usually because 
you know what? You look like you got it so much better yeah. over there and yeah. you've got more of this than I do. Or some of it is, you know what? Like I think England was, uh, when the pilgrims came across, it was more, we're feeling suppressed. You're, you're, you're holding us down. You're, you're beating us up. <laughs> right. And so they moved here and they so created they a, here. a really unique government. And then they pushed themselves away, which mm -hmm. a lot of the countries didn't do right away. Uh, from England, because England yeah. was, you know, they still under, you know, Canada for years. You know, England was was over them as well. I don't know that they are so much anymore. Not that I know that. I don't think so. Government history anymore. I think they've broken away. But nonetheless, you know, Australia was that way for years and all these places. But usually it's that. Hey, I like what you've got. I'm going to go try to take it. Uh, because you've got, you got better minerals over there. You've got gold that I don't have. And it's just, people get so hungry yeah. for, for things they don't have. You know, if you're truly hungry, yeah, I almost get it. You know, it, it, like we can't yeah. survive. We yeah. can't make it. Yeah, we need starving. to, we need to go and like yeah. figure out a better place that we can, you know, live in. Yeah, and and you know there becomes a play, a time probably where you're you're so desperate that you're willing mm -hmm. to fight to have a you know yeah. to have that, but that that's different. that's different. You know that's that's just that's need. Yeah, where uh, the not other greed. stuff is not. Yeah, it's more greed. <laughs> where they're just like and just I just want more. You know, yes. I've got enough to I've got enough to suffice, but. Yeah. But just want more, and it's like, when are you going to be pleased? Yeah. You know, what is it you want? What mm -hmm. is it? What is it that's ultimately going to satisfy you? And 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 the answer is nothing. Nothing. And so, Ever. with that said, I mean, the people like that are like that have to be stopped mm -hmm. because there there's no end to what they're willing to do um, unless they are stopped. Yeah. You know, so you either just you know let it happen, or you or you you got to take some drastic measures. Yeah. Well, I think that's where a lot of the failures over, I don't want to start ripping any, anybody apart here as far as uh, Christianity goes, but the Catholic church um, spread through England and in the name of the Catholic church, England would grow and grow and grow. Uh, you know, some of the rulers would use the faith as the reason, you know, I got to get these pagans into to uh, become, you know, under Catholic law and understand who Jesus was, and they use that as an excuse to expand their countries. And I don't know that that was really what was going on. It was, I just want more land, because men are usually involved with that expansion, and that's what happens. Men get their own ideas as, you know, they start beating their chests a little bit, and I've got to be the ruler of everything, and you're not the king here even though you've got the crown on your head, you're not the true king. And that's, that's what happened. And England was, you know, as, as big as it was, it could only grow physically. You know, so many people can live on that little island. So they expanded and expanded and mm -hmm. did all that crazy stuff. But people, like you said, you just got to understand, none of it goes with you. Ultimately, it doesn't matter what you have. And we need to be a little more, more like Christ was. Well, I think that's what that's what's that's what's weird about it, you know. And I think people, or I can speak for myself. I won't speak for people, but 
I just have this this hope and, and this faith in, in eternity and, and this, you know, heaven and, and that there's more to it. My soul's going to go on and, and, and after death, it's not the end, you know, it's, yeah. it's a beginning and of something great if you, if you have Christ as your savior. And, and so, you know, so I just don't, uh, I don't understand the concept of, of not you know, not making that a, a significant part of your pursuit in life. Right. Not that I'm great at it. You yeah. know, I, I'm not, I, I fall short all the time, but I, I have this in, 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 I have this internal fire that's constantly, you know, tugging me that direction. You yeah. know, I understand that there is, I believe that there is eternity, and I, I believe that uh, mm -hmm. I believe that Jesus was who He said He was, and and of course I made that decision to accept Him into my life because um, I saw a, a sense of, I saw hope. Yeah. You know, apart from that, I don't know where people draw their hope from, and hope in what? If they have it, what are they hoping Man. for? Because it can't be it can't be long term eternal hope. If you don't have no. if you don't have a sense of eternity and and yeah. you know life after death, then where's your hope? Is, is it in tomorrow? Is it in mm -hmm. you know how much money you make? I mean, because I mean, like you said, you can't take yeah. that stuff with you. And and how crazy it just seems to me that if you live a life of you know any kind of a life, as you go through it, you're constantly trying to. Mm -hmm you know, mold yourself into what you hope Christ wants you to be. And, 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 and that kind of gives you purpose and, and kind of goals and aspirations. And yeah. other than that, I mean, it's just, there's no, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Well, what is it? What is it that, that it is? What is it that people want that's going to satisfy them here on this earth? Yeah. And in the end, and, and what if they're wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the sad part. Well, I think, well, there's going to be a lot of people that are wrong, unfortunately, uh, for them. Um, I mean, just, I have a hard time now going back and, and, I mean, I don't know that I've ever had this thought, but what drives you every day? Do you have anything that you think about? What drives you to keep doing what you're doing? Um do you, what do you believe in? There's always something. What, what is, what do you worship? What, what do you mm -hmm. gather the most worth in the worth worship as mm -hmm. part of, well, you know, whatever you find the most, most worth in is what you worship. Right. And so what is, what do most people worship? And a lot of it's money, yeah. a lot of people and fame and stature. Um, so, you know that I don't understand fame either. Yeah, fame is like you know what is that? You, you're you're getting a whole bunch of people to know you and like you, mm -hmm. who you don't even know. Right. It's very narcissistic. I mean, yeah, it's very it's on very, its own. But, but why would you crave that? Yeah. You know what what is it? What's the benefit of that? Well, a lot of people I think crave it because they don't have anything that they worship or believe in that's bigger than they are. Mm. So if your only deity, your only is idol is yourself, to yeah. have as many people as possible like look you. at you and go, wow, Whoa. that guy's awesome. Validates what I think it, about myself. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people live that way. 
and some of them are in a lot smaller mm. um, area or a lot smaller grid than like movie stars are, or rock stars are, whoever those those people are, some politicians out there, but they live in their own little world. You know, they live because, you know, what I did in high school, mm-hmm. you know, and they still got those high school, right. some of those high school friends sure. they hang out with that go, you know, every other weekend. It's kind of like the Al Bundy thing, you know, you know, I did this or we that were, and football. We were, we were wild in high school. Yeah. You know, they lived yeah. through those Friday night lights over and over again until yeah. they're in their fifties and, and they haven't gotten out of that because they don't have a bigger world view than the one mm-hmm. that they see in the mirror. And when you can't get past that person you're looking at in the mirror, you know, that Michael Jackson song, that man in the Mm -hmm. mirror is going to take you down. If you can't have a vision further than that, it's it's difficult to be better. It's difficult to grow. You can't be uh, the person you want your kids to look up to. Well, and and the ultimate, ultimate is what we were just discussing. Not only is it difficult to grow here and, and become, you know, something yeah. more than yourself, but what about eternity? I mean, if, if you don't put, you don't die to yourself and, and start, you know, living to, to have purpose. And, and with purpose, I mean, like, you know, what is our, what is our uh-huh. existence? What, why are we here? You know, what are we doing? And, mm-hmm. and instead of just trying to, you know, I want to get my next meal or I want to make my next paycheck or, um, you know, put, you know, get a, get a reliable vehicle to take me down the road. I mean, those are neat things to have, but necessities of our uh, world. Yeah. But they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna create anything in terms of like hope or purpose, especially not like after death. I mean, that's why I want to live here 90 years just so I, you know, live here and then, and then die. But you know what? I had a couple of cool cars. While right, I was here, right. how awesome is yeah, that? Nice house, you know. And and really, hell on earth um, is just reliving that, yeah. you know, that life existence over and over again, where nothing is, nothing that you think about, or nothing, anything that you think about is no bigger than you. Right. Your world is limited to how good you are. Well, you know, ultimately, if you think about it. Um, Satan is here to kill, steal, and destroy. He's he's a deceiver. deceiver. He's yeah. an ultimate deceiver. He's a liar. Yeah. And so when when we get our 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 minds set on something we think is valuable or important, um, yeah. you know, it, it, a lot of times it's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a, you know, I got all this old stuff in here, and I yeah. like it. I love I love being around old stuff, and a bunch I like of cars. Looking. Yeah, these crazy the cars, these crazy spoke wheeled cars. <laughs> Anyways, but but they, I like looking at the stuff. It makes yeah. me comfortable. I just like I like older stuff. It reminds me of a time that was more simple. Yeah, because I I just I just get this feeling that like our whole world is just trying so hard to be complicated. And mm-hmm. and you know, baseball, for instance, which I yeah, always I always refer yep. to. It, it's it's just becoming so complicated where you know everybody wants to overthink it, over play it. God forbid you leave a stone unturned. And and I understand that you, you know in that industry there's so much money and and you want to you want to have that edge, however you can get it. 
But you know, where do you draw the line? Yeah. And and at what point in time does it become counterproductive because everybody else is doing it, or yeah. or maybe even um, uh, has a has a reverse effect because you make your you make your players, your athletes, so cognitive of what they're doing that they mm-hmm. they lose their athleticism and ability to compete. Yeah. So, to me, that anything can be overdone. Oh, one hundred percent. And then why are you why are you uh, why are you trying to fix something that wasn't broke? Exactly. Good gosh. Well, and and then back to this, you know, this purpose thing, you know, as far as like eternity and and heaven and and uh, you know why you get up in the morning was your yeah. question, right? Why 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 do you get up in the morning? What makes you make what makes yeah. you excited? I tell you this, like a, a like an egg McMuffin, yeah, excites me sometimes. Does it? Well, I mean, because you just like yeah, yeah. If you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. Oh, that. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, sure. Certain f- food, but that's not your me. ultimate. No, I mean thing. because once you get it's it, that's mo- yeah, a moment. You don't crave it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what, so so you, I you think, can easily get satisfied with your earthly cravings, right? And oh, I got it. Now yeah. what? Now what? Yeah. What now? Are you uh-huh. content? You're, yeah. you're just going to be happy because I've got this little bungalow on the beach and I'm going to live happily ever after with no purpose and no responsibility. And, you know, so just to just, you got to be careful kind of what you ask for, maybe. Because I, I don't think a lot of people even think about it or contemplate it anymore. I mean, a lot of it just seems like we're just going. Yeah. You know what? We're just trying to get Instagram c- clicks and hits and. We're trying to get as much money as we can, as fast as we can, and look as cool as we can, and and just be polished. And no one's really thinking There's about no substance. There's or no. making sure I got to put enough money back to retire right. so that I can stop working at sixty or fifty five or whatever it is. That's our that's our only concerns. Yeah. As it feels like if, when you look at your Facebook or whatever, that's what the big push is, and it's like. We're going to have to think a little bit further than that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to think a little bit deeper than that. And some people are. I'm not saying people aren't. Obviously, we are because we hang around. We were at church sure. with some of them that they yeah, say there's they, other that's people what that, that are like-minded for sure. But at the same time, I heard somebody say this the other day. Satan lets you go to church. Satan's fine with you going to church. Satan's fine with you raising your hands at church and praising God all you want, as long as you don't take it any further. Than right. That, just you know? leave it at the door just, when you walk out you of there. Walk out the door, and then you just come right back to me. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, so that's what we got to worry about. And, and I, I, I'll admit there's been a many a time where I've walked out of church, and then I was, you Go know, right back them. to thinking Man. whatever. Well, and maybe, maybe it there's a Kansas City Chiefs game, and you're going to go some beers yeah. or some snacks or, you know, who knows, family get-togethers. And yeah, and your mind a, goes off to worldly things. But I don't think that's bad, necessarily. I, I, I think, I think though, if you look at it like this, it, it, it kind of a, takes on a different perspective. It's like, it's not that God's over here and, you know, everything else is over here. You know, I think God can be the hub of it all, you know, and no matter where you are and what you're doing, somehow, some way he's in it. Yeah, Yeah. he's associated with it. It's almost like he's Mm -hmm. like your your cohort, your buddy. He's with you. And hopefully, you know, hopefully he's guiding you more than you're guiding yourself. That's the hope, right? Right. I mean, or, or hopefully you're hanging out with other people who are, who are allowing yeah. God to guide them more than they're guiding yeah. themselves. And then they can in turn guide you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, that goes to who you hang out with and, and the people you surround yourself with. There's, there's so many deep perspectives. Um, but it's it just the whole, the whole idea of, of having, a, a something to wake up to in the morning, yeah. it, you know, is, is not something that's going to satisfy you immediately. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're all peachy keen. You're going to be yeah. hungry again. Yeah. It does yeah. three hours. It doesn't make me mm. feel good inside and doesn't mm -hmm. sustain me emotionally and, and in a lot of ways physically that egg McMuffin to whereas, you know, there's been many a times where, you know, if I, if I can focus more on, you know, growing in the word or listening to worship music and things like that to where I feel better than any high that, I've ever experienced, yeah. not that I've, you know, done a, a lot of drugs well, by any means, that's no. not what I'm saying, well, but I, it's just this euphoria that comes over you that just makes yeah. you feel amazing, and, and you can stay in that daily, Yeah. Um, and it, if you can at least get your focus to, to those things, but man, it's so you know, easy that, that, that feeling to is come off of it. That you're just talking about, it's like, a, if, you know, how would you describe that? It's like a security... A purity, mm -hmm. uh, a a cleansing. You know, it's just like a sense of of belonging. You know, just mm -hmm. like love. You feel loved. You feel. I mean, there's just so many. There's just so many incredible experiences you can have as a believer. That you know, like you said, and I and I have done some drugs, but yeah. the 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 <laughs> sensation, the sensation of <laughs> The sensation of you know what you feel as yeah. a believer, and, and when you when you experience God is is far far greater than anything you'll ever feel from a drug. Yeah. So I you know that uh, that's that's something I always like to hope you know in in discussing that because yep. I know we have that common we yeah. have that common interest in it. And, um, you know, to me, it, it's, it's, it's just a place where I'm at in my life. It's, it's become so clear and so, so real that I just like nothing else is, is going to ever potentially sway me from that. You know, yeah. it's just like, I, I don't understand why everybody else doesn't think that way. It, yeah. It's gotten to that point where it's just like, well, I, what are you guys doing? You know, yeah. This is the this is like look at the world around you and start paying attention to detail and you'll see like everything that everything that's 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 going on is essentially good and evil. It's it's heaven and hell. It's God and 100%. Satan. It's 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 bipolar, you know, mm -hmm. and they can't coexist. No. Not not in the big picture, not in the long term. They can't coexist. No, good can't good can't be in the presence of evil. And yeah. or it's got to be confronted, and so um, you know where are we going from here? Yeah, as a culture, you know, straight to hell. Well, I I hope <laughs> I know where I'm going, you know, right. and, and I believe what I believe, and I know you yeah. do too. And as uh -huh. you know, my wife and my daughters, and and most yep. most of my family, and and a lot of my friends, you know, I just I just hope that uh, I just hope that more people come to that understanding because yeah. I mean. Otherwise, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get why you would wake up in the morning and feel excited about your yeah. day. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, 
we're probably getting close in this conversation, I think, but I wanted this, I'm not trying to just shut it off either. I heard somebody ask a pastor the other day, because of all this stuff going on in Israel, kind of ties in what we've been talking about. Do you think the rapture is near? Do you think this is in times right here? This is what's, this is what's happening. This is in times. And he basically said, and I'm just going to wrap it up tight, is why are you worrying about that? We're a day closer today than we were yesterday to the rapture. So what we ought to be doing and what we ought to be focusing on goes exactly to what you were just saying, is to be the light for for God of this world. We need to be looking for people to bring to God. We need to be pushing the word of God more and more if we think it's... If we're if this is it, then why aren't we doing that? Well, instead of being so focused on what's going on, let's be ready to, right. you know, bring others with us. Yeah. And that's where our focus ought to be. And I, I don't think our focus is well because we're being attacked. There. We're being attacked. We're being attacked every single day. Yeah. So we need. To, I mean, the old cities, the old citadels. They used to have that guy on the wall yeah. that would sound that horn. You know. Yeah. That, and that's what we should be doing. We yep. should be sounding the horn and, and and warning people, like you know. And if and if it truly is close to the end times, I mean, yeah. we shouldn't be distracted by this war. No, and it says it says the you know in terms of the end times, it it speaks of birth pains, yeah, wars, rumors yep. of wars, sure. famine, pestilence, which is disease. I mean, uh-huh. you know, think of COVID and you that. think, yeah, all this stuff going on. So I mean, obviously the birth pains are are, uh-huh. are clear. Yeah. But the Bible's also very clear in saying that no one knows the time no of the hour, not even the sun. And if somebody and says they do, they yeah, that's ignore just a them. false that's just yep. a false uh don't pay any attention. Yeah, and and it says like you said, just be yep. ready. Be ready. And and that essentially to me that means, you know, believe that Jesus Christ is who he said he was. Yeah. And and heed that because he's coming back and and uh, yep. you know I hope I hope everybody or hope a lot uh, you know as many as possible make that decision yep. before so, before it's too late. Well, so what that means is we shouldn't just be getting on our Facebooks and our Instagrams or whatever and screaming about the war that's going on. We should be mm. telling people kind of like I think not to toot our horns. I think uh-huh. was kind of what we did some today with this conversation. We should be having conversations like yeah. this and we should be inviting people to have conversations with us yeah. and just saying, we think there's a better way. And if you don't know what we're talking about, seek it out, seek it out. This isn't us tooting our horns though. To me, yeah, it's more, I mean. it's more like I'm tooting. Tooting. <laughs> <laughs> tooting. You're tooting. <laughs> Such a child. <laughs> tooting. Brad's the point is, is like again, it's the horn. Thought, it's the horn that everyone yeah, else needs bl- to hear. Yeah. And you know what? Someone we're putting our light on the hill. I heard that we're horn not covering it up. You know, in my life. Oh, okay. You know, I I, the, <laughs> I heard that horn because yeah. obviously somebody's told right. me, told me one hundred percent that you know, hey, you know what? This is real, and and it's it is hey, wake it, up. You know, yeah. more than one person has convinced me that it's yeah. It's legit, you yep. know. It's it's near and dear to my heart now, and and I just, you know, I hope I'd never have to, a friend or a family member or a, or an enemy for that doubt. matter, who don't get an opportunity to accept Christ as their savior and right. and go to heaven. Yeah. 
Because I mean, yeah, you know, the worst the worst person in the world um, can can make that decision. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. So I don't know. Let's we get good? out of here. Let's do. I'm out. I'm I out. think I'm about to slide out of this very comfy couch. Get squirty, done. You just kind of get shorter and shorter the longer we talk. Not, at least you're not tooting. I'm not tooting. Well, if you tooted on that couch, we would all have heard it. Well, but it doesn't. At least it doesn't stay in the couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's leather. Bye, Brad. Bye, Troy. Good talking to you. Yeah, later.